Welcome to Annie Bros episode number 151. Today, the cousins talked about KomoriCon 2021, which happened several months ago. Also, we discussed winter season 2022. So dust off your RSS feed because the New Year's Annie Bros are starting now. This is another fine episode, another fine day, another fine experience using computers and prepping for this episode <laughs> to work. Uh, as usual, it's always perfect out of the box. I know, you know, that's what it's the 21st century. What's the Pokemon guy say? Uh, technology is amazing. <laughs> uh, yeah, anyway, well, you can go to our website at www.anybrushpodcast.com. Or visit our fine friends at www.anybroscreative.com if you want to listen to not our voices. I don't know why you'd want to do that, but the option's always <laughs> there. Yeah, and you can find us on Twitter at AnnieBrosCreative. Um, and I'm Kenny. You can find me at Sakoku underscore Otaku. I'm Laban. You can find me at LabanVoth on Twitter. Um, still not tweeting. Someday that'll change. You get... You get mad every once in a while and tweet something. I know. From somebody. I, I only use it. I only use it as like my let me speak to the manager mode, um, and it doesn't actually. It never has worked once. <laughs> like <laughs> uh, recently, yeah. Re- well, I can tell the story. I guess recently, the uh, my American credit card just like got canceled. Like after I paid off all my debt, I've had that card for like t- twelve years right building up credit i had like a ten thousand dollar limit and i was like sitting there pretty at zero and i'm like look at this look at this build up my credit score i went to use it to uh buy some uh plane tickets to come back to america to visit and it didn't work so i was like what the heck so i logged in and it's like no your card has been you we canceled your account <laughs> so nuts i'm like what it's absolutely so nuts what the fuck like you did what now <laughs> and so like i tried like me- like you know messaging them inside their internal app and they're like yeah you because of your like um you haven't been using it right because of inactivity we canceled your account uh good luck to you and i was like well uncancel it <laughs> and they're like we cannot do that and i'm like fuck you you can do that you can do whatever you want you're the you're the bank you can do whatever you want <laughs> no 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 the arbitrary rules we put in place prevent us from doing right this. And i'm just like god damn it so then i tweeted at them in fury because <laughs> i was very angry and uh like you know because i they're like you haven't been using the card and I'm like, well, you know, when I was paying off that debt, I wasn't using the card either, but you're happy to keep the account open. So well, <laughs> that's that's great. Um, oh, totally. So uh, I cheated at them in Fury, and they're just like, we take this really seriously. Like, please contact us. And I'm like, we already, I already did, and this is the situation. And you said no. <laughs> and they're like, oh, you know, they kept trying to get the last word to be like, we actually care. Yeah. I'm like, well, you don't. <laughs> but, oh, yeah, that's <laughs> the... I feel so bad for anybody who is in a position where they have to take the job where they're like the the corporate Twitter response person. Um, Amazon does this a lot too. Like they'll they have like a legion of people on Twitter to like respond to any issue or slight 
aimed at the company and it's just like mm, late stage capitalism it's great um, i mean i don't know how much later we can get <laughs> which i mean i feel like there's a, probably a few more stages we can achieve before like society collapses because they're gonna figure out a way to blame the incoming collapse on us and we'll just like keep giving them money for like a bonus round for capitalism <laughs> uh, millennials are killing capitalism because they can't afford anything it's fucking millennials dude <laughs> <laughs> so stupid well yes yeah, so that was my uh recent twitter interaction you can read it so i didn't delete it you can see exactly what they <laughs> were up to and i just thought like the audacity of them to do this <laughs> They're like, Look, did you try chatting to us in our in our thing? I'm like, yeah, that's the first thing I did, you idiot. Like, <laughs> yeah, Twitter is never someone's first response. No, this was me. Or no, no rational person. Right. This was me just like publicly shaming them at this point. Like, you guys suck. You should all know how bad you suck. My six followers are gonna know. <laughs> <laughs> and and we do. Yeah, I saw that. Thank you. Actually, I think I uh, you tweet so infrequently that I, um, you know, I look at Twitter in like the timeline mode where it's in chronological order, but sometimes you miss tweets. Uh, and so I, I think I have like notifications on for when you tweet. Mm -hmm. And so like every the, the one time a month you do, I'm like, oh, there it is. <laughs> there it is. There's the anger. Some, some corporation <laughs> made me annoyed. So I'm going to, I don't know. There's, I mean, it's really stupid. Why am I even doing this? It's as soon as I tweet it, I'm always like. Yeah. This is useless and pointless, and I'm just wasting my time. <laughs> but I'm still angry. But yeah. I, 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 yeah, I, you gotta, yeah, <laughs> you gotta get out of your system. Yeah, it's, it's healthy to, it's like writing it down and then burning the letter, you know? I guess so, yeah. This one really pissed me off, though. I was like, my credit history of <laughs> it, 12 years. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Like, no, that's ridiculous. And it's all, I don't know, I think we get like the worst advice because when, when we bought our car, we had just moved back from Japan. We had like a really nice nest egg because we, we knew we were coming back to the States. And so we stopped traveling and spending money. Um, and we like sit down to negotiate, okay, what's the car going to cost and how many are, how are we going to pay it off? And like the car salesman was like, oh yeah, you should just, you know, take a loan and do take the biggest <laughs> loan you can get and do these like monthly payments. It'll help your credit score. And I'm like, we've been making like monthly on-time payments for student loan debt uh, for like four <laughs> years. Our credit score is fine and I could just buy this car in cash. Leave me alone. This is a terrible system. You're all parasite. Well, yeah. It's um, good times. As far as I know, I mean, I can be completely wrong, but I thought the credit reporting system didn't count student loan activity. Uh, who knows? I thought it didn't. I, it's, <laughs> That's why it's it a, was a big... It's a stupid system anyway. It is. I... Uh, well, I don't know how Japan's credit system works at all. doesn't make any sense um, because some banks are just like, oh, you're a foreigner? No credit. And some banks are like, oh, you have a job? Cool. Here's a lot of credit. And I'm like, I don't know. Yeah. What, what are you checking? Like, I don't really get it. But uh, <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Welcome back to... Uh Finance cast. Economy bros. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, finance cast. Uh, where we say, like, don't... I guess yeah. you have to use your credit card or else you lose it. I, it's a rule that I didn't know. I... And they told me... Oh, yeah. I mean, not to circle back and keep on harping on this, but 
they sure. they did uh, inform me like, well, sir, it was in the fine print that uh, if you don't use it within a certain amount of time, like we reserve the right to cancel it. And I'm like, well, that doesn't say you will outright do it. And they're like, yeah, they're like, we can do that without warning. Like it's in the it's in the rules. I was like, okay, awesome. okay cool, thanks. <laughs> this is where. This is where podcast being an audio medium doesn't really pay off because I, I rolled my eyes so so hard that like I have a, a slight headache at this point. <laughs> yeah. Um so I you know, honestly, I don't even know if I have an, an active credit card right now. Well, in, I don't have any American credit cards, but in Japan I am ro- yeah. rolling in cards. Also, oh nice. Let's continue this uh, uh sure this <laughs> finance discussion because another just like a point about Japan, uh which was funny there was a disconnect for a while because I was talking about credit cards and like, yeah, I have some credit card debt. I need to pay that off. And my wife was just like, what are you talking about? Like, I don't understand this concept or she's just kind of like, okay, I don't know what that means. And Mm -hmm. then, um, I found out much later once I came here and tried getting a credit card that, you know, like, I mean, our American listeners know how credit cards work. You rack up a bill and then you pay it at the end of the month or you don't mm-hmm. and you pay interest and you keep ro- rolling it over. That's like the default way credit mm-hmm. cards work. Well, here, yeah. that is not how default the default way credit cards work. The default way credit cards work is oh, yeah? you cannot apply without having a bank account and you put in your bank mm-hmm. account and it it charges it like use like however much you spend in that pay period of the month, you pay it back as a lump sum at the end of the month. Like you don't re- oh, okay. revolve unless you specifically opt in for that. And like, yeah. you know, all of like the Japanese advice is like, never do that. It's bad. They're making money off you at, at like something ridiculous, like 5% APR, which I'm like, you know, my, oh, my damn. credit card was like 20. <laughs> this is like, yeah, but yeah, they're yeah. just like, don't do it. It's 5%. That's crazy. And I'm like, I mean, anything above zero is stupid, <laughs> but yeah, it's not very bad actually. <laughs> no, that's really interesting. Yeah. And I, I know that Japan is really super wary um, around credit post the bubble economy collapse. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, there. But so that I always found it. Yeah. I was just going to say, yeah. So then my wife was just like, yeah, there's no, what are you talking about? Credit card debt? Like, just pay it. <laughs> like, I don't understand. Like, it's too much. I don't have that much <laughs> money. And she's like, what? <laughs> it just, it yeah. was like this funny disconnect that, uh, <laughs> yeah, this is good. And I can imagine because your your wife works in the accounting field, that was probably a sticking point. It's just like, yeah, huh? <laughs> I know, right? She like works for a major credit card company also, and it's just like, huh? <laughs> so I didn't understand. I'm like, am I not explaining this properly? Like, money that I don't have yeah. charged on this card, like credit. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I had a uh, postal savings account when I was a student in Japan. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Good one. Um, and I thought that was the best thing. Just, and I think now that we're, we're so far afield of what we actually know <laughs> about, but I'm fairly certain that the United States at one point had a similar postal savings program was, where you could just, you know, the post office could be a bank and that, that's how it is in Japan. You can have a, a bank. Not, it's like, it's like a savings account that's associated with the national post office Right, um, and that's where I would just keep all my money. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. They they do have banking services. Uh, yeah, my wife also has an account there. So, I I was going to get one, and people recommend mostly old people uh, yeah. recommend I should get one because they're like, sometimes you need one. And I was like, 
no way, old man. I don't need one. I'm going to use a, a net bank, like a cool person, because in, in a net bank, you don't need a, a stamp to like do business. You don't need all this stuff. You don't have to go to a place. You can do it mm-hmm. all online. It's way better. And it is way better until you have to pay taxes. And then the tax man uh. is like, where's your stamp? And I'm like, well, I don't have one because I have a net bank. And they're like, guess you can't pay your taxes unless you haul a sack of cash to the post office <laughs> and like, you know do like the equivalent of a money order and send it in it's like, yeah mm, great that's nuts <laughs> well and how are you even supposed to get cash because the atm limit is like was less than the amount i needed to pay in taxes for the year so it's yeah like, yeah i guess i'll go make two atm trips and then you know go go to the <laughs> go to the post it's so stupid you have to like get a bunch of money and then hand you it to someone so they can put it back in the drawer and you're like why yeah 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 <laughs> You don't you don't carry around just an, an obscene amount of cash on you at all times. Not anymore. Like um, our banks have debit cards. Even the um, nice. Even the what do you call it? The post office bank also has debit cards now. Yeah. So you I mean yeah. just a Visa debit card, just like America. The only thing you have to do though, and the difference is in Japan, you have to always specify you're going to pay with card. Right. Uh, so like we can transition into. I was just in America a little while ago. So there we go. if you didn't know that. Yep. Um, that means you aren't my friend. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, you can alienate our listeners. Uh, I didn't tell, I told like three people I was coming and yeah. because I didn't have enough time. It was for a family emergency. So I came really quickly and then had to leave quickly. And so I only told a few people who I had time to hang out with. Um, Chaz ruined my secret by telling Josh. So I was like, mm. but <laughs> so anyway yes was, it was Ch- it was chaz chaz ruined the secret he said he's like oh yeah i told everyone i was like no i don't i have no comment well someone someone leaked it <laughs> uh i won't do a deep investigation to figure out who it was it doesn't really matter i just <laughs> want everyone to know that like don't feel bad um i had yeah. literally no way to meet everyone so whoever was like really in close proximity and easy to meet with i just told them um so yeah makes sense anyway the point of this is since i was in america yeah and uh i need to pay uh, i use my japanese debit card which works flawlessly you don't have you know you're how you're you know when you're traveling abroad in your bank it's like fuck you mm-hmm. you're definitely a fraudster <laughs> and i'm like well now that i have no way to contact you i'm not a fraudster so let my card work please uh they don't do that <laughs> they just let it go um which may be bad, but I don't know. It worked for me. Yeah. Uh, but in America, you just like default. They default by default. Want to have a card? They don't think you're going to give them cash. Yeah. So you don't. No. You don't have to say anything. You're just like, "Hello, I will buy this, please." And they're like, "Okay, here, where's your card?" It's like how the transaction goes in America. But in Japan, it's the opposite. They think you're going to use cash. So you have to say like, oh, "I'm going to use card." Yeah. So then they have to like bring out the machine and dust it off and yeah. Let you right i i feel really bad because i just realized that my favorite um food cart near my apartment uh, which happens to be a japanese food cart um they have a i always pay with card and i just realized there's a sign on the on the front that says um card accepted cash preferred i'm like oh i should have been paying these people in cash this whole time oh yeah probably Um, because they have to pay that stupid like whatever fee to mastercard or whatever so you can yeah mm-hmm. yeah that's basically the only reason i carry cash at this point um that and other things um but yeah so you were here 
Um, but now you're back there. And then you had to... So because you came to the United States and went back to Japan, you've been in quarantine, right? Yes, I have been in quarantine. <laughs> um, it's not too different than normal, but I do miss going outside for like mm -hmm. trivial things. Like, you know, as uh, not really a shut-in, but someone who is just like not going anywhere. I usually could like go to the convenience store or like do some mm -hmm. errand. So like not being able to do that is really frustrating. Where I'm like, I literally can't go out and do anything because they track you. <laughs> the government tracks you. <laughs> yeah. They put the tracker on you. And so you can't go anywhere or they might call you and be like, hey, 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 go back to your house. Yeah. Exposure risk. Right. Um. So in it was uh, 14 days quarantine. You had to stay inside your house. Well, that's the rule. But if you uh, so when you're in quarantine, it, the, it is 14 days. But if you prove that you have a negative PCR test on the tenth day, they'll let you go. Oh, okay. So you can order a home kit from like one of their approved labs, and you like spit in the thing and send it back to them. Then they email you a PDF saying you're negative. Then you upload that PDF to uh, the government's website saying it's negative, and you know all the information on the on that's on the form that they send you. Mm -hmm. You have to just like fill that same information into a questionnaire for no reason and the best part is nice um <laughs> they don't accept pdf upload on their website so you have to like somehow get it to be a picture instead of <laughs> it's so stupid <laughs> brilliant i know <laughs> i'm like what are i was you just doing? gonna praise it for being better i was gonna praise it for being better than whatever we have but it's also they still they found a way to make it worse <laughs> Or just as complicated as probably what we have. Yeah, I mean, it's it's not complicated. It's just like little things like that where I'm like, what do they mm -hmm. want? Like they w they won't let me go to a place and do it and get a because they're like take a picture of your of your document and and upload it. Like that's what it's for. But mm -hmm. I'm like, well, I don't ha I have the PDF, so what do I do? And they're like, I don't know. So <laughs> I just took a screenshot of it and just like uploaded that. And they approved it, nice. so I guess it's fine. So yeah, uh, well that's good. Then they approved it like a few hours ago, so I got the email saying like, or the notification on their, uh, like convict esque tracking app <laughs> that you have to keep reporting in. It's just like buzzes and you know, it's like um, like when you're waiting for a restaurant like for your food, and they mm -hmm. give you a little thing. It's it's like that. <laughs> uh, so, gotcha. so it'll just buzz and go off, and you're like say you're here and you have to push i'm here <laughs> uh, uh, but it buzzed this morning and it's like we reviewed your documents and you're now out of quarantine so, nice. so i promptly deleted that app and i was very happy <laughs> um so with being locked inside have you been watching any anime yeah a little bit um mostly i've been playing pokemon and not oh yeah not the new pokemon like everyone else is playing <laughs> but uh let's go i've been re i restarted let's go and started from a new save file because yeah well the first time through i only got four badges and kind of you know organically and casually gave up just like yeah i'll play that tomorrow <laughs> and then never really picked it back up again um yeah but i was like yeah i don't really remember what i'm doing and i don't feel partial to my team so i'm just gonna try again mm -hmm. uh so i did that and i've been having a lot of fun actually i got mewtwo recently Nice. And I'm just hunting for shinies now, I guess. That's all you can do after the very end. I like 
I listeners of the show will know that I have developed extremely lazy tastes in video games. Uh, and I, I really like the let's go game. Um, just because it's like, I can mainline my red, blue nostalgia in a more streamlined, straightforward version of the game with impressive graphics. Like they are good. There's some slowdown. I've actually, but it's good. Yeah. It's butter. It's a switch game. Like, I found that the Switch, to me, is really starting to show its age. Yeah, okay. Um, it's not just me, then. Yeah, it is, for sure. No. Like, and I feel bad because I, I love it as a console, and, um, I mean, I'm looking forward to the remastered release of Advance Wars, um, and I'm looking forward to... Man, there was some other... There was, like, one other game that's coming to the Switch that I'm like that'll be fun um it might just be breath of the wild too <laughs> once we get there yeah um but like i and it's a good indie console um that's true yeah they they're releasing uh they just released came out the other day um a remaster of monster rancher one and two as a bundle um i've been i've been looking at that i've been contemplating getting it um but I don't know. You playing Let's Go makes me kind of want to just pick up Let's Go and play it. I also have the... I got the Pokeball controller when I bought it. See, I need that. Um, I need that. I want that. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, it's like $60, yeah. though, so I'm trying to justify, like, in a society, <laughs> in a post-COVID society where I don't walk around, do I want the Pokeball yeah, controller? Yeah. Like, do I need that? Or months? It might motivate you to get out. I I would... Um, I would just wear it with me wherever I was. Mm -hmm. um, like I'd find some covert way to like attach it to my belt or something. Um, mm -hmm. And like power level, whatever Pokemon I put in there. Nice. And then the XP share makes it nuts. Um, it's a fun game. People should check it out. I think a lot of people looked at it as like baby's first Pokemon. But um, I think especially now after, you know, as we enter year three of pandemic life, um, it's it's probably just what a lot of burned out people need. <laughs> Well, it's not like, I feel like it's not baby's first Pokemon. It's not easy. No, I had trouble. Not. I had no. some trouble catching Mewtwo. I had trouble, mm -hmm. a little bit of trouble with the legendary Pokemon. Um, mm -hmm. I didn't have any trouble with the Hilly Four. Like I just, I didn't die. I haven't been killed once. <laughs> like no blackouts. <laughs> and I haven't, yeah. you know, and I've been doing the classic little kid strategy of like, does this move do damage? Then I want it. Does it not do damage? Then I don't care. <laughs> yeah, go away. Yeah, I'm not battling any people, like tr like actual humans. So whatever. I just want to yeah. one shot them and move on. Uh, but I didn't really get into the mechanics of Let's Go the first time around, and now mm -hmm. I'm learning about like the, uh, like the catch streaks and like, like hunting yeah. for good IVs and all these kind of things. And I'm like, oh, you can make your Pokemon better. Because, like, my Blastoise yeah, yeah. is kind of gutless. And I'm like, why? It's Blastoise. It should be good. <laughs> I didn't understand why it's not so good. But uh, mm -hmm. because it's like, you know, I didn't catch 10 of them in, before I caught this one. <laughs> yeah, it's a very interesting. I like it. I think it's a fun, it's a fun little thing. And I also feel like um, there's a lot of love put into the game. Like, you can have uh, Pokemon follow you. And that's the best part. You can just go on. Yeah. You can go on Twitter right now and see comparisons between the quality and the animations for every Pokemon in the game compared to what they're, what's 
seeing in um brilliant yeah. something and shining something yeah diamond pearl yeah uh, brilliant yeah. Bri- brilliant diamond shining diamond? pearl i don't know shining pearl yeah uh yeah the, the, what whichever ones just came out i want i want those games because they look so i never beat the originals yeah and the people i did i did play them but i didn't finish it and everyone mm-hmm. on youtube who's like reviewing it says like well it has this game isn't like revolutionary it's you know like to a fault too close to the original but if you haven't played it yeah this is a way to play it in a modern way without having to like dig out your ds and deal with it so i'm like well i don't really know the story so well and i kind of want to play it Mm -hmm. so i don't know but the animation yeah those following animations look really bad i don't know how they've gone backwards in time like Let's go was like I the pinnacle. I was like, this is great. If all the Pokemon looks yeah. like this from now on, I'm on board. Like this, is, I'm I'm happy with this. But no, I completely agree. But no, they didn't do that. Yeah. Eh, who knows? Yeah, I don't. So, know. So, um, it's it's just been all Pokemon. You haven't been watching any? No, I did obscure old anime. <laughs> well, funny you should ask. I have been watching. <laughs> uh, one obscure old anime I started was. Kyokara Orewa, which is um, delinquents. <laughs> it's oh, okay. It's like the story. Um, these two guys like are starting their new high school life, and they're just like regular guys. So they go to the, but they're like gonna start high school. So they go into the barbershop mm-hmm. and they're like they get like really hardcore yonky haircuts and like decide to just be okay. badasses like that's their new goal uh-huh. and they like join so they join the school and they're like way too over the top and they're their only they at the beginning they hate each other because they both have this plan independently and then like join school oh okay. and they're like who's this fucker like they're like kind of rivals but then there's like the real actual bad like you know like real yeah. the real thugs like in the school who are like who are these guys um but so you think they're just gonna get killed, but they're no, they've been like secretly mm-hmm. training their bodies so they can fight as well. <laughs> so they just like kick the shit out of everybody and are like weird and annoying and they're just doing it because they want to be delinquents and that's it. And it's it's pretty funny. It's got a lot of comedy. Okay. Yeah. So you said you said it was called Kyokara Orewa? Yeah. Okay. Cool. I wonder if that hmm. it sounds familiar. It's like that's cool. I'll have to check it out. I think it's from the early '90s. It it kind of has some GTO looking vibes to it. It's mm, okay. It's good. Yeah, like I would recommend it. That's basically the only part. That's the only only story. Like there isn't really a story. It's just gags, <laughs> and they uh, keep pissing off like the local badasses, and then like winning in a really underhanded or like dirty way. <laughs> it's pretty funny. <laughs> like true delinquents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they'll like one guy. He, <laughs> this guy, uh, the, one of the main characters, like lined his his school bag with like steel on the outside and so like he gets like surrounded by these guys with like with swords and he just like pretends like he's gonna get yeah. up and then just like swings a stupid thing at their face and like crushes them oh, and he's just like sucks to be you bye and just leaves it's really it's really funny okay that's i haven't watched a good like delinquent show in a while yeah it's great because they're like trying to be delinquents as best as possible mm-hmm. Um, but the real delinquents are like annoyed by them because they can't beat them. But they're like, they're not the real. They're not from this life. Like, what are they doing? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so it's good. 
Um, so I've been watching that. Well, I watched the first episode of that. There's 10 episodes, and they're each okay. 50 minutes long. So it was like an OVA from back in the time. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So I watched the first episode. I was like, all right, it's pretty good. Uh, other than that, from this season, I'm watching uh, Komi, Komi-san Can't Communicate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's pretty funny. I don't know. It's kind of annoying, but it's kind of funny. There's funny parts. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm sure everyone knows about uh, the show right now. Yeah, I'm also watching it. Um, I think uh, I think Netflix released it as Comey Can't Communicate. Um, oh, yeah. Comey. Yeah. It's actually Comey-san wa Komu-shou desu. Yes. Um, and it's, um, so it's based on a manga, um, the same name. Which, um, if anybody else has listened to uh, Otofu Susume, they reviewed it back in episode eleven. Um, but it's a it's on Netflix. It's one of the things I'm watching too. Um, I mean, the animation's great. I, I'm up to episode three. Um, and episode three, I thought was really funny. Oh, I need to keep watching it. I thought you were farther. Um, I'm on episode nine. No, I'm. <laughs> oh no, I'm I'm way behind. Um, I like it. I I think it's funny. Uh, there's been a lot said about um, it's funny there there's been a lot said about how Netflix chose to um, translate it um, and I think it's just purely a technological limitation on what Netflix can do with their subtitle engine um, because there's a lot of like site gags and um, written text because oh, yeah. the main character mm-hmm. yeah the main the main character Comey um, she doesn't communicate like she has trouble she has like social anxiety so she she doesn't talk easily to people and so but she can tend to be able to just write things down um and because it's based on a manga the the art direction of the series leans really into that and so there's a lot of like thought bubbles or labels descriptors and stuff like that um and i was i made this observation to someone and they're like yeah but you read japanese i'm like oh right it doesn't matter <laughs> um but i i feel for everybody else who um doesn't maybe get it doesn't yeah doesn't get it yeah um that's true does it would you say that there's a consistent level of comedy in it or is it kind of peaks and valleys no because you're you're farther in uh no it stays back like the pace like you said you're episode three i feel like yeah that kind of uh pace and style is pretty much how it stays um it's just like you know different situations in in this for this girl who can't speak to people yeah so it's funny some of the gags i'm just like they did this gag already <laughs> <laughs> like yeah i get it she can't talk she can't order starbucks i, I understand so I, you don't need to do it again but they do um oh, okay and i was also expecting like maybe she like gets better over time and starts mm. to speak but that doesn't happen so i don't know what they're i know the the manga is still ongoing and i i feel like it's like substantially long okay so then probably there's um, some like character development there's like yeah there's no there's... In, this, in the anime basically just like these so as of october as of October, there's 23 volumes of Comey Son Can't Communicate. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I was I was telling my friend um, Liquid Ken that um, it reminds me of a simpler time because it's a very, 
It's a school life gag anime um, with just wacky characters. <laughs> sure. Uh, and they, you, you know the setup and it goes into it and, um, you know, it's, it's not, I wouldn't say it's pushing any boundaries, but it's, I think if they can, they pull off jokes. Um, so I'm interested. And I, I vaguely remember Wes and Jen saying that the story does change at one point or get more complex. Okay. Um. So maybe we're maybe something's coming up. Maybe I don't know it's probably, how. It's probably like a thirteen episode show. I probably they probably aren't going to do anything. Yeah. With it, probably. Yeah, but it it'll probably get a season two. I think it's really popular, and um, they got a big studio animating it. So. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's good. I've been coming back to watch it again. So every yeah. every week. So I think it's good. Um, and then from. Yeah, from this season, I'm also watching um, My Senpai is Annoying, mm. which is, hmm, it's not, it's not bad, but <laughs> I definitely think it's like for a certain audience. It's, did you ever watch uh, The Helpful Fox Senko-san? No, <laughs> I, you spent a lot of time uh, advocating that I watch it, and so I remember <laughs> the premise, and maybe I watched the first episode. Um, but no, this has a very similar, uh, like feel. The story is not okay. not the same, but the like just it's like really laid back, really casual, mm -hmm. really like calming. Uh, it's just like the story is. There's uh at this office, there's these two people in sales, and it's this girl who's like really small and looks like a little kid. And this like mm -hmm. this guy who's like a giant bear man, like super loud, <laughs> boisterous, like really buff dude who's just like Wah! you know, like really loud. And mm -hmm. uh they're paired together and he's you know, so he's the senpai and he's just like constantly treating her like a kid. <laughs> mm -hmm. And that's it. <laughs> that's 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 the story. And like she she like romantically is like kind of interested in him but doesn't she's yeah. like super student about it and is like no 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 i don't like him but everyone can see see that she does yeah and the guy's like not really interested either he's just kind of like aloof and just like whatever i just like protecting her because she's obviously can't do anything for herself because she's <laughs> a tiny little child basically <laughs> and so i don't know yeah i'm looking yeah it's just really nice um easy going I it's a nice relaxing show to watch after work. I might check it out. I'm like, I'm seeing a shift. I feel like in anime where we're starting to get a little bit more like office, like the, the types of situations you that you would have set in a school, maybe in the early 2000s, they're now setting in like an office space, <laughs> um, which isn't the biggest jump. But there, uh, there's just something that I can connect a bit more to than like students doing something versus just adults doing something, even if it's literally the exact same thing. Yeah. Like you're just taking like, oh, does my classmate like me? It's like, oh, does my coworker like me? Um, I'm just like, oh, that's that makes me feel like less of a weirdo. Let's go with that. <laughs> um, although I am looking at it, and I'm just like, why does she have to look like a child? 
I mean, that's because that's the, so short. Well, that's the joke. They make that joke a lot because uh, okay. all of her peers are like real adults and like her friends are real adults. Yeah. And she's always just like jealous and annoyed. Like, I'm not a kid. Like, I'm an adult person. And they're like, OK, OK, can you <laughs> can you get that thing from the top shelf? And she's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> so, so that that looks of, interesting. Yeah, I'll put that on my list. I like it. It's I know it's not for everybody. Like if it's if you're waiting for something to happen, it's probably really boring. But it's just like an, it's just like really relaxing, like nicely paced show. Yeah. Um, okay. I'm also watching Restaurant to Another World. Oh, okay. That's a an older show, but it's still recent. Like, not old, like old, but I think like twenty seventeen or something is when the original yeah. one came out. But there's a season two that's coming out right now. To that. Oh, okay. And so when I saw it on the chart, I was like. Oh, I so there's another show called Isekai Isekaya. Yeah. Which I thought this was the second season of, but I was mistaken. Okay. And it's not. It's the second season of this other show called Restaurant to Another World. So I okay. went back in time and watched all of the first season of Restaurant to Another World, and now I'm watching the new one. Mm-hmm. And this this it's not bad. I mean, the premise is just like Is it it's same as like Isekai Isekaya like uh there's a restaurant in a in Japan that the door opens up and there's like a fantasy world on the other side and they come in and they're like, what's this strange food? And they eat it and they're like, this is the best food I've ever had. Oh, nice. Uh, okay. Yeah. The, so oh, go, on, go on. I was it's a reverse isekai then. So fantasy characters come to the real world, not real world characters go to a fantasy world. Right. Well, they come into one room of the real world. They only exist in gotcha. the, in the dining room of the you know, of the restaurant. But it, but it's it's not an isekai. It's a, like a western restaurant. Oh, okay. So they like, you know, they eat other uh, non-isekai foods. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah, basically like the premise is really basic they there's a door so in this world they do a lot of world building for the isekai world though so like in the isekai mm-hmm. world um every saturday a door appears like all over mm. in different points all over this world like and it's like you know as big as our world so just mm-hmm. uh, uh all over the world like these doors appear and people just go into them and they're they all come to the same place on saturday so gotcha so like you learn like each character and like why they're how they like found the door and where they come like some of them are just like this is good food i come here and some of them are like these primitive races who like think that it's this like they go there to like get food for their tribe and bring it back and it's like they choose a secret a a sacred hero every week to like traverse into the new world to get the food oh wow (laughs) so it's like okay you know they're each like each person has some cool story about like why they're there uh, okay, I like that. Yeah. I like I like anything in the uh the bartender mold where it's like um I don't I don't mind if there's a fixed location and you just but you just have new interesting people come through it every week. I like that. Yep, it's like that. Uh you learn about all these characters and they all like latch onto one specific dish. Like this elf elf, mm. elf girl comes in and uh well in this world elves are vegan, so she's just like wow all these barbarians in here eating like all this meat like i bet this place cannot serve me what i want to eat but like he like you know makes a good meal and she's like how is it possible oh nice (laughs) okay that's cool um 
I I've been reading um this manga called Plus Size Elf. Um Oh yeah, that, that didn't Jen yeah. work on that? Yeah, Jen and now Wes. Um or or Jen and, and then Wes as a, a progression. But um it's a similar concept where you have um fantasy characters coming into the real world and um the main character Elfsan um is her name Elfsan gets addicted <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh she has some like formal name that's what everybody calls her though um she gets addicted to french fries um okay. and you know, puts on weight but um yeah it's i it's kind of amusing because normally it'd be like you take you take somebody from our world and you'd put them in a fantasy setting and then just be like oh i can't eat this grilled fish or this mutton stew or like where'd this goat come from um i like the idea of being like the one like if you think about it when you're like romanticizing what a fantasy world is like generally the food is not something that is a part of that romanticism you're generally like oh no this is gonna be like if it's not a hobbit making some fancy breakfast it's gonna be like a slab of meat yeah cooked over an open flame um so i like i like the idea of like a fantasy character coming to our world and then being like, oh, whoa, you can do this with food? <laughs> yeah, um, that's the best. So I, 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 yeah. I, It's like so simple, but I just enjoy everyone's reaction to like eating this food they've never eaten before. And like what, yeah. what the person would think about that. Cause they, and then they, they like reveal there's one person who, who's this old guy and he's been coming for years. And uh, like he brings his grandson and his grandson like gets to eat the food for the first time. And he's just like, what? how does this place have have this spice that our family like uh like our family business has patented and sold within our kingdom for like like tens of years and he's like well son like this is the secret i got it from here <laughs> and i learned how to make it and grow it at home <laughs> and he's oh like, wow. he's like what <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> yeah okay i like that restaurant in another world awesome yeah yeah it's it's good i recommend it um Okay. Lastly, I tried watching this show because I wanted another wacky school comedy, and mm -hmm. I I found one that um looked promising from a few years ago, and I was wondering like why didn't I watch this before? Uh, but I quickly found out why because it's very bad, and I couldn't make it okay. through the first episode. But it's called Aho Girl or Idiot Girl. Oh, this sounds so familiar. I wouldn't watch it. It's not good. It's very terrible. Um, I just it was just cringe and bad. I didn't like it at all. <laughs> Maybe like one line made me like kind of smile, but that's it. It was really. It's just the premise is this girl is a s stupid. Oh uh, yeah, and that's it. That's okay. the whole premise in this. Uh, I thought it would be funny because the. I mean, the premise sounds funny. There's a stupid girl, and this guy is like the straight man, and constantly, like, shooting down her stupidity. I'm like, okay, wow. and, and the guy is voiced by uh, the same voice actor as Kion from Harvey's Oh, okay. So I was like, okay, this might be sure. funny, but no, it's not at all. <laughs> she just is like random, kind of like Excel Saga, kind of random, and just like says a bunch of weird yeah, stuff yeah. and does like kind of cultural gags that are like not very good. Mm -hmm. And then the Kion character will just yell at her and punch her in the face, like super, like violently, and she'll fall down, <laughs> and that's it. That's the show. That must be um, 
no okay yeah i i remember this key art um the key visuals from it and i also remember being like do i want do i want to sit through this um i i remember them i remember people pointing out the similarity in voice actors just like you did um and so i'm like having this like flood of memories um because i remember this white dog and this blonde chick but um okay that's good to know yeah i just 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 avoid it i mean it's it's not new news at this point you know it came out like five years ago but i hadn't heard of it and i was like what's this like okay this premise is might be fine like i wanted some comedy yeah he's very bad (laughs) i think that's all i've been watching though have you been watching anything okay besides what yeah um we talked about Comey. Um, I've been watching this show called Gambare Doki-chan. Gambare um, Doki-chan. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's it's a five-minute anime, um, ah. and it's based on... Yeah. One of those. Um, that's, the, that's like the one downside. But it's based on um, these tweets that um, this creator named Yomu will do about this, like, um, colleague... Um, Doki-chan means like coworker, mm-hmm. um, and it's like this this female coworker who's like wants to. She has feelings for her coworker and wants to like keeps trying to make these passes, and he's just kind of oblivious to it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and it's really funny, but it's like it's adults in a situation. It's it's well like because they make really good use of the five minutes. Like they just they do like one or two jokes, hit a home run, and walk away okay um nice and it's good the the caveat um which is either a selling point or maybe a detraction for people is um it's the same person who created um miru tights so it's like it's definitely bodacious uh female characters um shown in uh compromised situations periodically but um it's really funny and Nice. What I've started doing, um, I've started following them on Twitter because it's a, it's a quote unquote like Twitter manga, <laughs> because he'll draw, he'll do like an illustration, or Yomu, I don't know if it's a man or a woman. Yomu will do an illustration, and then um, they'll, they'll like post like either some piece of dialogue or something, um, and that's how the story has been written, mm-hmm. and that's kind of why they adapted it into a five minute show, um, but there's like. There's another coworker who's a little bit more uh, sexually aggressive who keeps getting in Doki-chan's way. Or there's um, the guy's senpai who now works for one of their customers. And so they have like business interactions periodically. Um, and so there's just hijinks and shit ensues. Um, okay. I'm really bummed though because I think it's it's like a 12-episode show. Uh, and I just watched episode 11. And I'm like leave five five more minutes of this this is like the only thing i'm watching this season uh, okay yeah um, yeah somebody so that's uh needs to edit it all together and then i'll watch it yeah this is one <laughs> it'll probably exist eventually um yeah it's good it's funny yeah i uh, there's, and there's there's so many five minute shows that i want to watch but i'm like i can't be bothered <laughs> Unless it's in like some kind of like proprietary player that can autoplay to the yeah, next episode, just roll through it. I can't yep. be bothered to like get pick up the mouse, click to the next thing. It's just like, ugh, <laughs> I don't want to do that. Yeah, and thirty seconds of the five um, minutes is intros and outro. <laughs> Doki Chan is on Crunchyroll, so it'll roll. Um, 
Is it going to be an OVA? Oh, it looks like they might have announced an OVA. Oh, nice. Um, so hopefully it'll go on. Okay, I- I'll definitely watch um, this. It seems right up my alley. Yeah. It's good. I like it a lot. Um, what else that, is there? Not enough working shows. No, exactly. I but it's like it's an emerging, like, area to set an anime. In. I there's been anime set in workplaces forever, but as like the mainstream premiere shows, I feel in my gut that we're shifting a little away from schools, mm-hmm. and some of that prestige attention is getting put on the workplace. I mean, you look at like something like a Gretzko, yeah, um, workplace setting. Um, I think it's just. A, a huge demographic that anime sells to are, are school age kids. So you set your stuff in the schools. Yeah. Um, or the manga sells to kids. But you're having an aging group of people who are even more raised on anime than the previous generation. And so yeah. I think we're getting something aimed that that way, uh, which is cool. I agree. I think it's, it's good to see. Uh, I, I forgot something that I did watch that reminded me because you're talking about working anime. Uh, new game. Mm-hmm uh new game new game i'm pretty sure it's called new game so let me, let me make sure new game anime. yeah new game uh i didn't finish it it's not terrible but it's not great <laughs> i'd give it a c c a solid c okay it's just it's this girl who like joins a game creation studio Oh, right, okay. right out of high school so she's like too young mm-hmm. for me to identify with like her plight of like working Cause, yeah because she like can't go to the nomikai with everyone and all this so i'm like gotcha okay it's basically a school anime but not set in school <laughs> yeah um okay but it wasn't bad like it had it had some cool like uh like shirobako kind of stuff but the mm-hmm kind of vibe was a little bit kiddish and annoying yeah. to me a little bit <laughs> yeah the art looks a little cutesy yeah um but it is interesting like uh, i'm seeing looking at this that the main character does stand apart from everybody else mm-hmm. as like not being clearly the same age interesting yeah yeah she's really young and but they they point that out they're like wow you came right out of high school that's crazy so Yep. Okay. That's it. I d- um, didn't watch a lot of stuff. There, there's, there's one other thing that I've watched. Um, well, what I should say is actually in the vein of, of workplace shows, um, I, I've, I think I, I've told you this, but I'll tell the listeners. Um, when I, I turned thirty recently, and we both did not to date ourselves, but uh, um, now they all know. My, <laughs> now they all know to turn yeah, off know. this podcast right now because we don't know what we're talking about because <laughs> we're out of touch. We're too distant from the, the youth. Mm-hmm. Um, but wh- one thing that I started doing um, is making a conscious effort like every day to try and use Japanese mm-hmm. um, because I've been studying it for like 17 years. and But for the past two, um, I really haven't used it much beyond like the occasional tweet that I could read. What a coincidence because um, like I've been using it the, <laughs> the most in my entire life last two years. <laughs> Funny. It's a, it's a pendulum. It's that, it's that energy siphon. Yeah. Um, but I have um, I have copies of um, Love is Hard for an Otaku. Um, Wotaku ni uh, koi wa muzukashi. Mm-hmm. Wotakoi, um, as we call it in the biz. Wotakoi, yeah. 
Uh, and so I've been reading it in, in Japanese, going through it, going through the manga. Um, highly recommend. It's also, it's out in English. Um, translation varies in quality, um, but um, it's really good. Uh, it's another workplace recommendation. Nice. Um, and the, the Japanese is very conversational with al- also being a little nerdy, um, which is nice because most of the time I'm just reading like NHK news in Jap to practice Japanese. Um, and that's very sterile. <laughs> it's very and boring. So it's kind of hard to get. Yeah. It's, and I've tried finding like pop culture news sites in Japan. Um, but often it's about stuff I don't care about. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas one of the characters in, um, Wotakoi is really into monster hunter. So that's language I know already. Yeah. So, um, it's fun, fun nerd stuff. Um, on the less fun side, well, I, I don't want to say less fun. I have really mixed feelings about this. Um, I have I've watched three episodes of the Netflix adaptation of Cowboy Bebop, hmm. um, the canceled Netflix adaptation of Cowboy Bebop. Yeah, and I, I don't know. I have extreme mixed feelings. Um, first and foremost, I don't think it needed to exist. Um, I don't know why it was announced in the first place. Yeah, it's just like, okay, you know, they made it already, right? you don't need to make it again yeah Yeah, absolutely um especially because like by and large yes it's set in space but i don't think they at least the episodes i've seen they don't really make use of that um and from what i've heard we get very little of the swordfish too we get very little of um phase ship i don't even think jet has his grappling hook hammerhead thing um wow he drives a he drives a motorcycle <laughs> we see that like once or twice in the first three episodes it's almost like it's hard um, to make like you know space battles in a non-anime form yeah it's just some of it was interesting but then some of the like the writing is just bad what were they thinking um, so really bad money i think they were thinking uh, the problem is like who wanted this no they could have been oh wait they're, I don't know. They're blinded by like the potential of cash, but like, what indications yeah. do they get from like their test audience? They're like, this would be a good idea. We should do this. It's gonna make money. People are gonna love it. Well, I, I think never met a single so many people who said that this would be a good idea. <laughs> yeah, I just think so many people were maybe clamoring for. Um, everybody wanted like a live action movie of it. You know, everybody would always be like, "Oh, wouldn't it be great if we could get." benedict cumberbatch or some yahoo to be spike um and i like i like john cho i think it's great casting in that respect um and he does a he does a good job like the problem is often he's acting like above the script because the script is so bad um it's not listeners you don't have to watch it like rewatch cowboy bebop or if you've never seen it watch the original which is on Netflix. Um, there's 24 episodes of it, and every episode is good. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and the writing's amazing. Um, unfortunately, the writer of Cowboy Bebop, um, Keiko Nobumoto, Nobumoto uh, just passed away, unfortunately. Yeah, I read that news this um, morning. Sucks. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, creator of Wolf's Rain. Um, Wrote some other stuff as well. If you were a Chinibio in 2006, you, lo- yeah. you loved Wolf's Rain. 
If, yeah. if you were, if you were a, uh, uh, like middle school girl who read manga in the aisle of the, of the of the library, <laughs> they, you loved Wolf's Rain. That's we just we just lost like four listeners. No, those listeners should have are going to be like, yeah, that's true. That was me, or I saw those, or us. I saw those people. <laughs> that's yeah, yeah. This is they still exist. Spitting facts. This 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 isn't this isn't slander. <laughs> this is like what it was like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah um it's just like i don't know it's a bummer i netflix had so much money that they just threw at this project but they hired like the worst writers and so if they would have just like they could have literally shot for shot remade 13 episodes called it good and walked away like that would have been fine. Use the animation as a storyboard. Use the translated script. It would have been amazing. But they decided to put like a, their own little twist on it. And it's just, I don't know, it fell flat. wasn't necessary. Everybody saw it for what it was. Uh, and now it's gone. Um, Netflix uncharacteristically quickly announced that it was canceled. Uh, which I think is a little shitty on their part. Um, because like bridgerton exists and like that is probably worse in terms of the writing quality but um i don't know i like their swift audiences didn't like it i like their swift 180 though like they're promoting and hyping it up like like a month ago so it was much. like the, like the hypest thing like it's gonna be great it's gonna be our yeah. thing and then everyone's like this sucks and they're like yeah, yeah we always thought it sucked we're taking it off now <laughs> <laughs> well and it's funny because it's like Hopefully this teaches people the lesson around the fact that you just can't you can't translate anime to live action. It doesn't work. You could You're never gonna learn the lesson. Like I know. Like you can um there's so much where you can riff on things you get from anime. Like Pacific Rim um isn't a live action adaptation of Evangelion or like Giant Robo or anything like that. It but it's pretty dang close to the the feel because it's inspired by you know what it was they could have they could have made their own original space i know series that's what i was thinking just inspired by cowboy bebop and they wouldn't have had the pressure of being like oh this is cowboy bebop be, okay you better be, yeah be a home run i know i don't understand like i think that's just like a larger problem in general everyone's just mm -hmm. adapting things everything's an adaptation yeah like uh if you look at the movie theater uh like the roster like what's coming out it's just yeah marvel movies adapted from previous yep. marvel movies like it's just like a, like a parody <laughs> at this point of itself so i don't understand like yeah. just make original movies like it's not that hard you have cameras and people and script writers and all these <laughs> like the whole production team is ready to make a movie and you choose to like no 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 spider-man needs to be yeah. doing something else this time like no he doesn't <laughs> hey if they don't make a spider-man movie sony loses the license it has to happen every x number of years or else sony loses their right to spider-man and marvel will just take it uh so it has to happen is that what's happening and that for for a while that's why spider-man was like rebooted like three times because if sony didn't actively use it then the rights would re revert back to Marvel. Um, and now happen. they just lo 
Yeah, now they just rent the rights to Marvel, which is like so dumb. Copyright is so dumb. Um, I mean, but I agree. I think that's a reason, I I guess. But I feel like if Marvel had it, they're just gonna make another Spider-Man movie anyway. Oh, hundred percent. I mean, there there's there's two Spider-Man movies coming out, or at least announced. I don't um, even understand for the foreseeable future who goes to these movies. Like, are they? They're. I'm burned out at this point. I I saw. I would see like every Marvel movie that came out what? between Iron Man and the uh, Avengers Endgame. But at this point, I'm just like, no, it's I'm so okay. I'm too old for this. Let me ask you this: Did he yeah. did he shoot a web into the sky? <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, he does that. Yeah. All the time. Was there a bad man that was ultimately stopped <laughs> by Spider Man? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Actually. So in Spider Man, uh, what is it called? Homecoming. I don't know. Um, I think it's called. I think it's called Homecoming. The first one. He actually he fights um, Vulture, who uh, it's Michael Keaton, and he's playing like a a union guy that gets screwed over too many times, and so he turns to like crime, um, and it's one of those situations where they make a a villain where you're just like. This guy's not wrong. <laughs> like, why, why are we, why are we taking out the union organizer? <laughs> like, uh, Marvel, your fascism is showing. <laughs> it's like, I mean, they're Disney, so um, yeah, obviously. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And so, yeah, it's. I just think, and like, I, I, I mean, I. The worst crime to me is not is not watching them or like consuming them as just pop culture fluff. Um, it's the people that just make their entire lives like their personality is Marvel movies or their personality is Disney. And it's like, that's not how personalities work, man. Just can't. Well, I mean, I agree with you and I hate it and I hate those yeah. people. I'm going to go one step farther and just say, like, no, stop doing that if you're one of those people. Uh, <laughs> but I mean, they pr- they've proven it. It, it is a personality because it's a definable yeah uh stereotype that i dislike <laughs> and exist yeah we're you you definitely know what those people are like um before you meet them and it's largely why t- twitter is just a hellscape i think they just like sh- um, shiny things is pretty much it oh yeah 100 percent. no it's like it's like whoa and... look you smashed it uh that's that's <laughs> the whole audience <laughs> yep like, okay I, dude no you smashed here. it last time too but <laughs> why do you gotta see it again <laughs> Yeah, and it's this process of like, um, now, directors who go into one of those movies with a vision tend to be able to pull off something interesting, but rarely is it like revolutionary. Um, and so, what those what that content tends to be is just like, okay, I'm, I'm gonna have, uh, I think Martin Scorsese just said it best. It's like it's an amusement ride, you know. You go on it, you have your thrill, and then you're done. There's not a lot left there, um, but then people got super pissed at Martin Scorsese, who like does so fucking much to preserve the cinema that we're losing around the world, and it's like, leave this fucking man alone. <laughs> well, uh, good times. I don't know, man. Uh, if, if the general public <laughs> likes it, I usually think they're wrong. <laughs> people, people, it's now cool to to like Evangelion. Yeah, but that'll fade. And then it's they'll true. be like, it's it's so, I don't know. I don't know what they'll say, but they'll say something about how it's 
yeah. it's overrated or something. I'm like, all right. I almost so two things, two two uh, two quick ever related <laughs> things so that we can maintain our status as uh, a podcast about anime. Okay. Um, one earlier today, I downloaded a 300 and like 25 page academic um book compiling. It's a um compilation of academic papers on evangelion oh, cool. uh, so that's gonna be fun all right it's like when i downloaded i was like how long could this be it's like no it's legit like 300 and plus pages i kind of want to buy a, a copy of it you like um, need a subscription to jstor to get it <laughs> no we, this is so interesting the the paper was free to download from the publisher's website like the book was free to download um you can buy a physical copy of it and i'm tempted to because i don't know if i could reading something that long on a on a kindle or an ipad for me it gets a little difficult but um oh. it looks really cool it's very interesting if you have e-paper it's, it's usually not so bad true oh i could just throw it on my kindle um and the other thing is i have received this was a while ago but uh, we haven't had a chance to talk i received my blu-ray copy of evangelion the uh the g kids release uh western release of eva on blu-ray nice um i went for the basic model because i wanted it for just archive purposes um there was like the super big collector's edition uh then the ultimate edition or something that um and then the base the base blu-ray and the difference between the base blu-ray and the ultimate collection was like the adv dub and i'm like I just have I I got the DVD box set like sitting right there. Uh, I don't need the AD, AV, ADV dub again. I got that. Um, so yeah, but I'm excited. I almost I was uh, home alone the other night and I was like I could watch the first episode of Evangelion for like the fiftieth time. Uh, I I need to look at what this this Blu-ray looks like. I mean I should test this out, right? Uh, I didn't. I watched new anime. But, oh what uh, I, I was ready like what yeah. how does it look did they fuck up the <laughs> colors or something but nope no you'll never know they could have sent you blank dvds and you'll never even know yeah <laughs> true I, I really should check it out well that's good uh i think the the one the japanese release is still like a bajillion yen if you want it so um i'll just stick to my Good old MKV files that somebody ripped once. <laughs> and it's good to go. Have forever. Well, if I need them, I'll just tell you to send me the new rip of the files. <laughs> True. <laughs> they now belong to Annie Rose Incorporated, so it's okay. They're in the, they're in the collection. Yep. Cool. Well, now that, yeah, we've... Uh, <laughs> established ourselves as a finance and marvel podcast something <laughs> i've always wanted <laughs> to to be uh you you guys <laughs> went to KomoriCon. yes that's true back in the before time yeah um yes we went to KomoriCon, which is portland oregon's premier anime convention mm -hmm. um, it's no longer the only one so you can't you can't just say it's oh it's portland's only anime convention um it was held at the uh oregon convention center mm -hmm. um in november and it was a lot better than i expected um okay how why go on yeah so <laughs> you know this is last so last year in 2020 cory was digital uh and it was 
fine. They pulled off a cool event. Didn't have a lot of attendees, but um, we got to do Anime Jeopardy, um, our anime-themed trivia game show that we've been doing for God, 14 don't years. Say it. We oh. did <laughs> <laughs> a long time. Um, and, um, you know, we did it digitally. It was great. And we were mentally prepared to another year of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, fortunately, with the widespreadness of vaccinations, and then the convention center's uh, requirement for masks and people to be vaccinated or have a negative test, uh, they felt safe enough to do an in-person convention. Um, really happy that KomoriCon this year fell before Anime NYC um, because I imagine there were a lot of conventions hitting the eject button after what happened at Anime NYC with the Omicron variant <laughs> coming to the united states via an anime convention cool um nobody showers the anime convention the first, everyone knows that yeah the, the first detected case um so going into komori con we um we applied for our standard panels um anime jeopardy anime jeopardy 18 plus uh they were approved so we prepared the games and whatnot um want to give a shout out and some gratitude to faku who once again sponsored our 18 plus panel. Um, it's always amazing how much free porn they're willing to give to the community. Um, support Faku. Well, if they don't give it away for free. It's you'll like, just steal it. So they have to do something. It's the, it's the first hit. They're like, here, here you go, kid. First bumps on us. <laughs> um, <laughs> but so going in, um, I did not have high expectations. I, I want to be fully transparent about that. Um, Khan, the the schedule was somewhat sparse um as it as it is you know they yeah but this year it was like extra extra sparse in terms of um there were there were not as many panels fair which we'll all come back to and the topics of the panels did not sound that great <laughs> well um they- and i did they sound like they're about anime at least um some of them <laughs> i really should pull up the the schedule so i could speak intelligently to this but um you know it was it was your typical how many pajama dance parties how many were pajama parties yeah. uh let me just google find pajamas you can use google to uh, answer this question jam. There's no I I'm on the, the site. Oh. Um, I'm not seeing any list of this. Like, let me just Google that. But, How many like, were at Comoricon? <laughs> but no, it was I mean, you had a lot of that, like people cosplaying as characters, doing panels, um, your standard fare. And we last Comoricon we talked a, a lot about or I don't know, one of our past uh, it, it all uh, runs together Comoricon review panels. <laughs> yeah. We talked about how, you know, maybe it's okay that this stuff is not for us. The frustrating thing is that you know, we feel like very frequently we bring a lot of great ideas to the floor um, that are not as well received as our just like trivia panel. Um, yeah, uh, our general yeah. But, knowledge. You mean our uh, Dragon Ball Z trivia game show? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so everybody remembers Full Metal Alchemist, right? <laughs> we got, I don't think they will. We got one joke. Next year, um, I have to um, remind them. <laughs> so. Um, yeah, so looking from the outside, like before the event, just looking at it, it was like, ah, this, the programming doesn't look that fun, but 
we go to CoinCon to hang out with people, not to not to do events right. or to see events. Um, so you know, we got the game ready for for Anime Jeopardy and eighteen plus. Um, you provided the Final Jeopardy, which was super awesome. Um, and um, you know, we got there, and something I realized closer to the convention, they announced um one of their last guests of honor which was uh, Elisa Friedman, who is a professor of um, Japanese literature and culture and gender uh, at the University of Oregon. And I was just like, sold. Because she, like, the Corican got an actual professor to do, like, almost, I think it was five panels, um, essentially just, like, micro lectures on the topics that she's written books about. Um and so I didn't care what other uh, stuff was going on when it wasn't Anime Jeopardy. I was like, I just hung out in those panels. Um, and so for me, that really kind of like saved the programming um, because they were super interesting. Um, I think we should try and get her on the show because she talked about um, one of the, the first panel I saw her present was about how Japan is represented on American TV. Um, and she spent a lot of time talking about King of the Hill um and so i think that it'd be really good to, just to have her on to talk about king of the hill <laughs> <laughs> did she spend it wait did she specifically spend a lot of time talking about king of the hill also as a as a show <laughs> well uh no not really but um in term we could talk about that episode i think at length did you, have you watched um, have you seen that episode since oh it's yeah very- uh not since i've seen it like before but not since the corn guy it's a, it's a great episode <laughs> um so the programming ended up being pretty good at the the conference, um, and the, the conference they put a, the, at the at the con, conference they put yeah <laughs> they put um, so they put extra space between events so they could clear rooms and clean, mm-hmm. and what that actually allowed people to do was like get to panels efficiently. Um, and I told the programming office, I was like, I would keep these buffers going forward um, because instead of like a panel ending and then the next one you need to be at starting. And so if that panel is going to have a line, you have to leave early. It was like, no, you could leave. You, you can wrap that panel up, stay through the you know, Q&A that runs over time uh, and then go and still make it to the next event. Um, there felt there was like so much more breathing room and then also a lot more time to just be in the dealer's hall or talk to people. Um, so I thought the programming was a huge, um, like not all of it spoke to me, but there was enough for someone who has like more of a uh, academic interest in anime or Japan to, to get something from like interesting topical panels. Um, there was a lack of industry. Uh, obviously there was a lack of folks from Japan because sure. um, they just wouldn't travel. But then like Dark Horse wasn't there, which I thought was really weird. Um, and Faku did not do a panel. Probably same thing. Um, which was like weird. Needlessly exposing yeah, no themselves travel. to risk. Yeah. Like, why? But Dark Horse and Faku are Portland-based companies. Um, Faku was in the dealer's hall. Um, oh, that's worse. But I get it. People are, <laughs> yeah, people are, you know, it's really bit busy. But the Dark Horse one was weird. Because I know Dark Horse was an anime NYC. Um which is a bigger event. And I guess if you're going to roll the dice on being in a crowd, you might as well be at the one that'll have more of a uh, industry impact. But at the same time, like 
Well, maybe they. I wanted to see Carl Horn. Yeah, sure. Well, maybe they just like didn't like doing their panels at 6 a.m. on Sunday every single year. So they're like, you know what? Yeah. I'm done with this. I guess I can feel that. Or maybe they just had like a big uh, thing prepared for Anime NYC and they're like, no, we only go to one. Hmm. I can see that. And like, who knows? The last two years might have been financially difficult for these companies. So they probably have to be a little bit more precise with how they go to things. It might also be um, not their fault. It might be Comoricon being like, didn't invite them. Yeah, absolutely. Don't we don't know. We're just here to ask the as, questions. As folks. press, <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> I should have. Yeah. Um, it, for full disclosure, uh, we do attend KomoriCon, or I I attended KomoriCon this year as press, which means that they provided my badge. Um, that is not why I'm saying positive things about programming. I'm saying positive things about programming because we want to come back, and they actually did a really good job given the circumstances of like holding a conference in the middle of a pandemic. I never pulled any punches um, when I was press. I just yeah said what I felt every single year, and they always gave me a press badge somehow. Mostly, my yeah. theory is because they didn't listen to what I said, but <laughs> uh, maybe maybe if they did. If s- staff member listens to this and reaches this point in the episode, um, let me know your favorite color and I'll send you five bucks. <laughs> um, oh, that's that, that's unfair. Uh, actually, because Turver, our number one fan, um, became staff. Uh, so, Turver, this is void that for you. That doesn't count, yeah. Oh, 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 we, <laughs> it doesn't well, that's count. Let's on the inside. You know, this is uh, like the, de- the departed yeah. kind of scenario we've got going. um which yeah that that kind of brings me to my next point is um because the conference was less content focused there was more time to just be nerds with people um in a masked distanced vaccinated way um so we got to see people uh it was really cool to you know get the whole andy bros creative team together um minus the japan contingent um and uh which was a bummer like that that was acutely felt um you were missed jen and wes who had been there in the past years were missed um yeah it's yeah it's kind of a bummer that i got to go to america like I, two weeks after that I yeah like, right would have been nice if that lined yeah, up bad better, timing but what can you do um yeah but it was cool because we got to hang out with um we have we the, we joke all the time, but the show actually does have listeners. Um, so we got to hang out with some people who've listened to the podcast. Um, you would have really appreciated this. Oh, oh. So uh, Turver was there with a friend, and I feel really bad for not knowing the friend's name um, off the top of my head. I probably wrote it down somewhere. But um, we were doing Anime Jeopardy contestant selection, mm-hmm. which is a panel that we hold, and we, we do a quiz and have people take a test to pick who's going to play in the Anime Jeopardy game. Um, prior to it, like five minutes before, in a classic, uh, I'm going to ask Kenny something and totally derail his brain. Uh-huh. Um, Turver's friend was like, what order should I watch Gundam in? <laughs> and I was like, "I was like, w- w- why are you doing this to me? It's um, a good question. So <laughs> I, I told him, I was like, well, you should listen to our podcast. We did 14-part series on Gundam. Um, but then I grabbed Josh, uh, who's on Real Japan, um, and is the the panel director for Anime Jeopardy. Um, I grabbed him, uh, and he's also a, a Gundam guy. And so I was like, "Help me out here." Um, and I wish, and I wrote down. I grabbed like a panel feedback form, and I wrote down on the back of it the order. I was like, 
the original Gundam movies, then Zeta. Uh, no, wait. <laughs> did, yeah, original Gundam movies. Did, no, original Gundam movies. Did you guys come to a consensus, or did Josh have like a completely different opinion? Josh helped flesh it out. It was it was original Gundam trilogy movies, um, War in the Pocket, Zeta. No, shit. This is already <laughs> deviating from trilogy. what I would even suggest. War in the Pocket, um, Stardust Memories, Zeta. Then go back and do the uh, Zeta Shards Counterattack. Then do the Origins. Then you uh, see Unicorn. I think that's what we ended up writing down. Okay. Well, what would you say? I would say the trilogy movies for original Gundam first, mm-hmm. like always. Yeah. And then I, I would go right to Zeta. Because if you could sit through those trilogy movies and you're interested and you like mm-hmm. that style, I feel like it's pretty jarring to Fair. just like go to War in the Pocket. You're like, what's this? I want I want yeah. more Tomino blowing stuff up. So you just go go to Zeta, <laughs> and then uh, and then yeah. from there, you've unlocked uh, the open world game, and you can walk around however you like. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's fair. Um, but yeah, so he asked me that, and I was like, oh, I gotta I gotta do this before I have to speak at this panel. Um, so that was fun. We um, as we often do, we went into the gaming hall, and we grabbed a board game grabbed a board game called flashpoint which is a firefighting board game of course it is um yeah (laughs) they were definitely humoring me but it was a lot of fun Uh, i need to pick up my own copy um it's a like an it's a player versus the game situation where like um you 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 play as firefighters and then the house is on fire and you have to rescue people um and it can get the fire can just get absolutely out of control if the <laughs> dice roll yeah I was, gonna, I was gonna say like what do you uh, roll dice and it's just like oh no yep <laughs> turns out the building collapsed because yeah, i rolled three sixes ah <laughs> <laughs> well you can like like walls can take damage and then if you roll things the wrong way um like you roll these dice and they they correspond with coordinates on the map and then if fire lands on fire there's like an explosion and then fire goes everywhere and we lost the first game like <laughs> We legit lost. And then the second game, we crushed no it. No discipline. Um, no training. That fire. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we were we were amateurs. Um, so that was nice. Um, I do want to praise KomoriCon for, like, enforcing the mask mandate and making checking people's vaccine status and test, and more making them have a negative test. I didn't see anybody that was, like, a dick about masks. Um, maybe those people have all succumbed to COVID or they just decided to stay home. Um, either way, that was cool. Um, I don't know. I, the lack of like Japanese industry guests is definitely a negative for me. Mm-hmm. Um, cause that's, cause Komori Khan pretty consistently we've been able to say, okay, we can see a trigger panel. <laughs> yeah. It's tr- we, we, yeah. It's triggers and like thing. So they, yeah. yeah. Trigger wasn't there. So like that kind of was a bummer. So I didn't do any interviews. They tried to schedule an interview with Acme, which is a band. Um, because we said we're interested in guests from Japan and they're from Japan. Um, but I, I told the press office, I'm like, we don't cover music. <laughs> so I was like, I, you can cancel that interview. You um, should have done what I told you and like ask them about their just show up products. And... Like, Hey, I, I yeah. want a big slingshot. Uh, 
<laughs> when are those going to hit the market? I've seen the yeah. test footage and I am pretty into it. <laughs> I didn't want to like, I didn't want to be, a, I, it would have been hilarious, but also I don't have like the, the, the iron stomach to pull off a straight face gag like <laughs> no, that. I don't think I could um, either. I would have just like, yeah, I would have just profusely apologized and like laughed I, in shame. I would, well, <laughs> yeah, they wouldn't have understood probably. Yeah. What? Um, I mean, their band's called Acme. Yeah. They, I would hope they'd understand. I'd hope they'd get it by now. Yeah. Um, food at the convention center sucks. Yeah. It's always a pain in the ass. Was it like twenty dollars? Um, there's nothing around it. Cheese. Oh, uh, you mean in, I, the, in the convention center or like around it? Like in the convention center and around it. I mean, there's a Burgerville, but yeah, but that's uh, it's a sketchy Burgerville. Well, it's sketchy and it's the only place, so you have to like fight yeah. all the all the unwashed masses to try to get in there exactly um so i just brought i brought snacks and carried my own water bottle nice. um, a bento yeah true fashion no like just granola bars i that, fuck, that's a good idea why do you do that bring some onigiri um, in like a little little sack <laughs> and you're like i should i should why don't i weave it up I, I more like i should totally make my one own chance to be as like yeah, chinibio as possible and you just like <laughs> sit by yourself you know okay you know how like the um <laughs> uh, up on the so the like the top floor which is like the ground floor but then the, it goes down the yeah. stairs but that little around area where it, it overlooks the convention center you should sit up there yeah. like on the on there like by yourself and like eat like an onigiri and like like gaze <laughs> down at the people as if you're brooding like really <laughs> i love this idea and people I mean, there's. My I mean, Naruto headband. A lot of yeah, exactly. And then a lot of people probably are gonna like notice and just be like, "Check out this guy. We got we got invited <laughs> to our D and D club. He knows he knows what's up." Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. You know, I. I'm having a hard time. Like, I'm I'm trying to think if there were things that I would have changed. Um. They were definitely understaffed. Um. Which isn't their fault. Again, it's just hard to get people right now. Um. And it, but it didn't really impact anything. There were fewer like line Nazis, so it made the event better. You know, there were fewer people that were just like, "Oh, I'm a volunteer, so I have power, and I need to like boss you around." They were all too busy to go power hungry. Um, Good. The dealers hall was great. Uh, I bought a Promare hat. Oh. Um, yeah. So that was cool. Um, I got to uh, do like casual otaku streetwear because some generous person sent me a bunch of cool things from the Hideakiano exhibit. Um, so I like rocked a Daikon three and four shirt while I was there. Did anybody stop you um, to uh, like be like, hey, that's cool, or like, hey, I know what that uh, is? One, <laughs> literally one person was like, whoa, is that a Daikon shirt? I'm just like, yes, that's cool. All right, um, it makes it worth it if one person knew it was. You're, then you're yeah. just like, nice, I did it. Exactly. I'm waiting for someone to stop me like in public while I'm wearing them. Um, yeah, that'll never happen. <laughs> yeah, I took um, I took my instant uh, my like Polaroid. I have an inst a Fujifilm Instax camera, um, and so I would take photos of cosplayers and then like hand them the Polaroid. Um, <laughs> so that was fun. A, <laughs> well, so then you never see the photo you took. I would generally take two. Okay. Um, I would like take one and they'd be like, "Whoa, is that a Polaroid?" And I'd be like yeah do you want one and if they said yes i'd take a second photo um so that was cool there was some decent cosplay um trying to think if there's anything that really rocked my world there were some um there was a group of cosplayers doing tokyo revenger 
oh. um, which is like a talking about school delinquents. Um, I'll have to send you a photo of the Polaroid because it's it's pretty good. It was, and it's like them being dressed as like um, delinquents, like really worked on a on a on a like a physical film camera. Nice. That was it looked really nice. Good. That's good. Um, yeah, you gotta. But yeah, that was my. You gotta get a big Polaroid from now on, like the actual full size kind. Yeah, I. I was thinking about that. Like, I'm kind of hooked. I really want a bigger well, they one. Make, um, they make film for them now. Like, there's a company remaking mm-hmm. the film for the old cameras. So, you just get, like, a regular oh, really? Polaroid from, like, you know, from the used bin for uh, 10 bucks at some camera yeah. store. And you can get the film for it still. Okay. I'll check that out. Can you get the out. big full-size? I mean, I have some here. They're, like, they're awesome. You got you to yeah. carry around this giant That's contraption, awesome. but it's, it's, right, it's right. worth it. <laughs> I want to um I want to get Fujifilm makes a a printer that uses their Instax film. Yeah. Um so you can like use your smartphone and, and pick those. I want to do something like that. I think that's the next next Oh, step. there's a, there's an even better one like a more analog version that we have. I found it at Donkey. There's like a Oh yeah. Uh I don't know. It's like a How do I explain this? <laughs> it it you it's a camera that faces upward. The lens faces like directly straight up. And then there's like a holder that you yeah. put your smartphone on top of the camera and it's oh, like okay. focused mm-hmm. already pre-focused. And you put this, mm-hmm. so you put your phone on top of the little holder and it like holds your phone up, like maybe, I don't know, four or five inches above the lens. Yeah. And then you put the photo on your phone that you want to take a, like a Polaroid of. And then, right, and right. then you like, you know, press the button and it takes a picture and you spin the it's almost like a scanner. Spin the little dial, and the photo comes out. And then it yeah. just is a photo of your phone, but it's like angled correctly, so it looks right. Mm-hmm. And it works surprisingly awesome. good, like surprisingly well. Okay, I'll check that out. Yeah, They're like thirty dollars. There's a lot of cool so options I would out. Just get that. Nice. Okay. Okay. Uh, but yes, KomoriCon. I think like taking in taking into consideration middle of a pandemic you know can't get foreign guests um i think they pulled it off they did a good job i really don't have anything negative to say because i had a good time um our panels went really well um we you know everybody had to wear a mask i even had to wear a mask presenting oh here here's even my negative presenting? uh a pa- even presenting yeah what um what? Yeah, and I it it was fine. I it was the first question I asked to the programming people. I was like, it, during presenting, do I have to wear a mask? And they're like, yes. So I was like, okay, that's fine. Um, but apparently, apparently, no one in Andy Bros Creative cared enough uh, about how I looked on stage to tell me that my collar was outside my jacket the whole the whole presentation. <laughs> I like made a point of bringing my nice suit. <laughs> And like I was wearing a nice shirt, I was like trying to embody Alex Trebek, uh-huh. uh, and I, in putting on my jacket, I accidentally clipped over one side of my shirt collar, and it was the side that was like cheated out to the audience the whole time, and so I just had my collar outside my jacket the entire time, and we recorded this, and like people were taking photos, and just like no one, no one thought to like mime to me like, hey, pull your jacket out or like anyone so that was like my negative my one negative okay one negative is you know yeah uh, friendship minus one yeah (laughs) 
Yeah. <laughs> well, either they didn't care. Yeah. Or they didn't notice, which e- equally bad. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, maybe they thought I was trying to do something intentionally, but like I would have still wanted them to be like, "Hey, is this? Is are this... you sure with this choice? <laughs> are you supposed to? Are you sure?" Yeah. <laughs> and I like in in Jason and like Stacy's defense, the the side of me that was facing them was right, oh, so they couldn't see it. But to Josh's discredit. The side that was facing him was not <laughs> right. Just like, and Piper. Just, like any, anybody could have just been like, hey, this is wrong. He just sees it and he's like, sucks for him, man. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, back to clicking the little yeah. clicker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was it, it was good. Like it was like a melancholy affair because there were people there that, you know, I would have liked to be there, mm-hmm. um, which sucked. But uh, yeah, I, I don't know. We'll see if, if we have another pandemic another um, pandemic no i I mean like another we'll see if komori Khan is continues to be pandemic uh protocol going forward i mean we're going to be in this pandemic for like another five years so Woo. but we said we wouldn't do any more depressing pandemic talk i mean so it's endemic we won't, won't dive into that so yeah everyone's just gonna get it buckle up i need to get my booster nah gotta do that <laughs> I'm, I'm over it just everyone get covid and then the rest of us continue living that's where i'm at <laughs> oh my god good times well sounds like fun i'm pretty nice. bummed i didn't get to go yeah uh i i mm-hmm. was mentally prepared last year but then i got to go so it was nice yeah and then i had to I prepare like, man, I really want to see my friends, but and they're all having fun, and I'm here yeah. not having fun in Japan where all the anime is. <laughs> but you should have just well, you went to you went to like an Eva cafe or something, didn't you? You or the Gundam cafe? You did something. You went to the Gundam bar. Was that the same day? Maybe yes. I don't. I think so. I think you went and distracted yourself by like having a drink. That was with it. Charizard. That was it. Yeah, I did. Uh huh. And it was um fine. It was like yeah. weirdly overpriced, and <laughs> I mean, it wasn't that cool. It was cool, but it wasn't. Yeah, you know, it's like, yeah, as cool as going to Disneyland is, because you want to like, yeah, see the castle. And you're like, there it is, and there's also right. all these people, and it's kind of overpriced and sucks. <laughs> yeah. Well, you gotta you gotta share a drink with like a char statue, and I had to drink a cider alone in that weird bar restaurant that's up there on the, the second floor of the convention center well yeah i mean you so. chose to be alone i did well no one else was around and i just wanted lunch but yeah <laughs> it was cool because like when i sat there so i ha- got my because you have to buy uh, uh the drink at your table yeah. and then it, it enables you to be able to go take the picture but they something nice. i've never seen before in japan is they're like kind of relaxing the rules because Mm. Uh, in this specific instance not 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 in general at all don't get me wrong but yeah. um like because the gundam cafe is closing going out of business they're kind of like mm. whatever we don't really care now <laughs> so you can buy kind of whatever drink you want and go sit by char and it's fine because it used to be like a special package you had to buy but they're not really enforcing that anymore. oh gotcha so uh i brought my drink up there and sat down and then the bartender lady uh just like put some colored liquid in a glass and like put it up by char so it looked like he's also drinking. oh nice yeah just yeah. just like here you go 
take your pictures now. And I was like, that's fantastic. Cool. <laughs> Thank you. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> nice. That was nice. Uh, it wasn't as cool as Comoricon, yeah. but it was something. It was probably probably more cool than Comoricon, just maybe less uh, sociable. Well, I don't there know. was one cool part where, because um, on the TV in the in the back, they have uh, mm-hmm. like just kind of a playlist going on, and most of the time it's just whatever Gundam footage from uh, some some arcade game. I don't know why they're doing this, but it's it's mm-hmm. like footage. It's just it's just like the uh, yeah, like the CG, like the FMV scenes from some game mm-hmm. playing and on loop but then sometimes they have the the zombie speech from the original show oh just yeah like, come on uh-huh and it gets like a little bit louder and this happened and everyone stopped eating and just like looked at the tv and at the <laughs> Sieg Zion part everyone is Sieg Zion, yeah. Zion. and i was oh, like wow. oh this is awesome oh that's intense <laughs> that's really cool yeah it was really cool ah uh, see nerds gathering that's what it's all about that's what it's all about it's our holiday message yeah nerds should be together <laughs> <laughs> well or not uh, maybe not i don't I know. take it back <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was good uh that's it yeah i i wish i was at Comoricon someday i'm sure someday once the pandemic's over when yeah. i can freely travel i'm gonna make it a point to like mm-hmm. go to Comoricon, see everyone yeah um or you can uh you can meet me at SoccerCon so I don't have to hop on another plane to Portland. That's true. SoccerCon is I was going to say you Yeah, you could um you could just grab a bunch of like cheap used gotcha phone uh-huh. and we could sell them out of a trunk and like and like cut the rates of the dealers all. Like, hey kid, straight from Japan. <laughs> yeah. I still got my boarding pass. It's right here. <laughs> <laughs> You don't look Japanese. Like, what a lot trust of them me. Do. <laughs> three hundred yen. I mean, th- three dollars. <laughs> yeah, sell it for like the real price. Yeah, three three no bucks. Markup. So then I get my my whatever the you know exchange rate is. I get that as yeah. the profit percentage. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a good plan. <laughs> I mean, it'd be pretty easy. But I'm gonna get a bunch of junk. <laughs> like, well, I got five of this character that nobody wants, and. um that's yeah. great. <laughs> cool. Well, I guess we should uh, nice. watch more anime so we can have something to talk about next time. Have some l- longer conversation. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Usually we go on and on for five hours about something, but this, is, this one's just <laughs> like, I don't know. I, I didn't yeah. watch that much. It's a good solid one. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we got to watch more uh, work-related anime. seems like that's all, almost what like everything we were watching well i guess comey is not work related but yeah i don't i mean they gotta make more i've seen everything i think yeah basically yeah what are you gonna do you should watch washington bow though that's still going that's yeah i need to do that it's on my list it's technically working for sure because he works at a news uh a newspaper so he's yeah. writing a story about It'd be good japanese practice too it would be it's pretty it's pretty simple i think uh no mm-hmm. they go into like i don't know it gets pretty they go to a lot of regions and do regional stuff mm. so it's hard well that's hard good that's good food dialogue yeah yeah well that's all i have to say <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah. I appreciate everybody listening. Yeah. Um, if you thought this was interesting, give us a comment or um, like, I don't know, engage with us in any way. That would be great. So we can actually know how many listen- listeners we have. I noticed that statistics say that monthly 44 gigs mm-hmm. of content gets downloaded from our website. Oh, wow. I mean, that's a lot of content, but that's that that's is a lot total. Of so, I mean, a fraction of that's definitely going to be the other podcasts, but I, I sure. don't have a way to granularly break it down. So I don't know who's who's watching all this did you get a did you get a spotify rap yeah i did on on our podcast you don't want to know what are we ranked i I don't even know (laughs) if we got a ranking to be honest but we definitely got like something like six streams or something ridiculous (laughs) yay that's me yeah right okay like oh this is really (laughs) bad nobody's listening to us apparently i yeah, I've discovered that people don't actually like listening to podcasts on Spotify. I don't. I, I don't um, either. But yeah, which kind of blows me away because that's where I listen to my podcast. Really? But, I, I uh, never do. I hate it. I yeah. use RSS every day. I'm, I'm lazy. We've established well, no, this. The, in the podcast uh, app, you just search podcasts and it searches the iTunes store and you just subscribe. Oh. Okay, you'll have to send me what... Is it just called podcast? Oh, you use an iPhone, so I don't yeah. know what... I use an iPhone, yeah. See, I eh, well, I think there's a better app that you can you have access to that I can't have, but I have one that I had to pay for. That's good. Oh, okay. So leave us a comment on how you listen to our podcast and tell us what the iOS uh, podcast app is. And then also, I'd love to know uh, recommendations for anime set in workplaces. Sure. I mean, I've already seen working, so don't suggest that one, or the ones we already (laughs) talked about this whole episode. But additional ones, yeah, please do. And I would like to break the phenomenon that we only get one comment per episode. If two people, it it is fascinating, two, and there it always seems like a different person. So it's just mm-hmm. very strange. Like, how is that happening? Somebody, maybe everyone just wants to like make us not feel bad, so they want to give us at least one comment, and then they see <laughs> it was already posted, and they're like, oh, they see like, it. I don't need to know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know though, but we'll get someday, there. I really want yeah. to get. Uh, like you know, like a thread of comments on our video, like that will let me know that I didn't waste all my time doing this. <laughs> <laughs> it's the friends you make along the way. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> uh, you can also find our podcast on YouTube. I've been uh, uploading them to yeah. YouTube recently with uh, little new new graphics and chopping out the nice. copyright music. I found a new way around the copyright music that. Uh, is nice if I just use a MIDI of the song I wanted to use, mm. it doesn't get flagged. So. Gotcha. Okay. Perfect. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, YouTube is very interesting, and we have a lot of um, experiments planned for the next year. Um, so, if you have any ideas on how you'd like to engage with or uh, see things done with the show, let us know those too as yeah. well. Yeah. If tell us what you think about a live show. I always think a live show would be pretty good. I think like even this mm-hmm. right now today uh, is a good indication yeah. that I don't need to cut anything really. <laughs> no, it's very Which hasn't really happened in a while. So that's nice. I think we could do it. I think we could pull it off. Uh, yeah. Do, like do some Twitch or something. I don't know. Stream us just like talking and then showing a, a video board of like, look at this website. 
that I found. <laughs> I don't know. I don't really know the <laughs> format yet, but it'll be something. You know, whatever the Twitch yeah. kids are doing, they're making a lot of money. They're out there talking to avoid, and somehow I think they get paid by Jeff Bezos. So I think we could do the same thing. <laughs> I think the only people making money are, are the ones with attractive femme bodies. So we'd have to figure something out. We get regard. someone to back here, uh, back behind behind me, uh, just like <laughs> just behind us. We'll just but, yeah. I'll get a little blow up kitty pool and like they'll just stand there i don't know what, what do they do like put lotion on themselves or something they do something like really I sexual ish but not explicitly sexual yeah and that way they get yeah because you can't show boobs on yeah Twitch, but they, they wear so. bathing suits and like stand there and get wet in the tub i don't know it's like <laughs> it's really weird we'll pay people yeah <laughs> so we'll and we'll just never look at them we'll never acknowledge that they exist i love this idea uh, yeah i guess it'd be fine right like we could probably even do that with a green screen and just put like a static picture. Or what if, can you stream someone else's stream? Is that like possible? Uh, I think it's called a raid where you, you like funnel your viewers to somebody well, what else. What we do is we find one of those girls doing that and we get, <laughs> and we, we pay get a, them. No, no, no. We get a green screen and we just make the background <laughs> is the, uh, you know, their video of them doing their like sexual thing or whatever. And then. We just talk yeah. normally as if it's a normal podcast, and uh, but it because we wouldn't know, we wouldn't be able to see it. People yeah, we'll funnel in. Interesting. We're like, what's going on? Oh, they're just talking about Evangelion. They're just is that it? Is that all they do? <laughs> Whatever. That's fine. These are good plans. So, um, tune in next <laughs> yeah. week uh, to Boobscast, and we will uh, <laughs> debate the meaning of Evangelion. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, I got to go read those three hundred twenty-five <laughs> sure. pages. Uh, <laughs> you can uh, find me on Twitter at Sakoku underscore Otaku. I'm on Twitter at Levenbach. Go uh, tweet at Discover Card and tell them about how much they're shit. I'll be real happy if you do that. And also at, at me so I can read it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, you can find us on Twitter at Annie Bros Creative. Um, and you can find us online, AnnieBrosCreative.com, uh, where you can find our backlog of episodes because mm -hmm. uh, there are a lot of them and they're all mm -hmm. good. Well, most of them are good. I think most of them are good. There's some, there's some stinkers yeah, in there, but not not too many. <laughs> uh, yeah. So uh, go do that. Go watch anime. Go. Yep. I'm gonna go watch anime right now. Go. Stop spreading diseases so you can come to Japan. Or keep trying, doing it because I like hardest. you know this isolate isolationist policy is like really making it so i can go see tourist things without having to fight all the people so it's, <laughs> it's quite nice not a lot of tourists that's that's a very interesting point so uh just a little bit longer so i can actually get out to some, some sites <laughs> <laughs>